0: Hello once again and welcome to Longevity Now, the place for all your news and views of life extension from around the world. Heterochronic parabiosis. That's the scientific term of hooking the circulatory system of a younger animal to an older animal. And when this has been done in mice several times, the older mice tend to be rejuvenated in many measurements of aging. Well, What's in that young blood that might be causing the older animals to show signs of rejuvenation? Growth differentiation factor 11 is a peptide that declines as most organisms age. One person decided to try an experiment, a biohacking experiment. Steve Perry, about five years ago, said, I am going to see if GDF-11 is going to rejuvenate the human body. And that experiment has been going on for five years. We interviewed Steve a little over a year ago, and now here's an update to see if anything new has happened on the GDF 11 front. And now I'd like to welcome to the Longestity Now podcast, Steve Perry, one of the world's foremost biohackers, I guess you could say, of GDF 11 fame. Welcome to the podcast, Steve.
1: Yeah, Thank you, Justin.
0: Well, it's been over a year since we last talked with you, and... At the last point we talked with you, I think you had been on your GDF-11 experiment therapy for about four years. Now it's been more than a year later. What can you tell us about your health, how you feel, how your experiment is going?
1: Well, I uh, just passed my uh, five-year anniversary on uh, June 14th and uh, everything is, uh, is going great. You know, I have my own biomarker lab here you know, with the Spirometry and core and, and you know, all kinds of stuff. And uh, the biomarkers continue to improve, not, not dramatically, not like the first year, but, uh, you know, I, I often can have a uh, augmentation pressure of, uh, of one or two, which is phenomenal for a 61-year-old guy. I'm in great shape. I'm doing a 300-mile bike trip uh, around Halifax next week. I run a bunch of half marathons. I did a Six days of the AT uh, a few weeks ago uh, backpacking, so uh, I'm feeling great. I, I have not curtailed any activities. Uh, I'm doing the same stuff uh, I did when I was 30.
0: You mentioned a couple of biomarkers that you said were kind of slowly improving. Would that be epigenetic biomarkers or telomere data? What do you have any, a couple of specific tests besides? Oh, have part- well, we have.
1: We have two sets. We're varied biomarkers. We have two sets. We have the home biomarkers. People that join the study, uh, you know, we they do a, a daily reaction time, blood pressure, pulse, heart rate variability, inflammatory glucose about 15 of those home biomarkers and then we also do the doctor's office biomarkers you know biomarkers of aging which are much more sophisticated you know skin elasticity full ucla immune profile those are about 1500 to pop so yeah we're all about biomarkers we, we don't hand wave here I, mean, I guess i did a little hand wave when i said i'm feeling great but you asked <laughs> yeah i asked yeah you do
0: a lot of tests uh, what would you say i know you mentioned in the past that a lot of people who uh, start the gdf11 therapy get improved reaction time which is great yeah. um, actually- but it what other is there a couple of other biomarkers that you would say is, is noticeable that have improved with you uh, like skin elasticity or something like that
1: yeah just to, to reiterate on uh, reaction time uh, it's pretty much guaranteed I've never seen anyone uh, who's taken gdf11 does improve in reaction time it drops by 13 uh, percent there is no other substance on the planet that can do this. You could you can verify that on Google. So we could hang our hat on reaction time alone. Uh, reaction time, processing speed. We reversed a couple of cases of dementia. Uh, basically, reaction time, processing speed are all about uh, vascularization, blood flow to the brain. Uh, gf eleven, you know, repairs your endothelial cells, increases blood flow to the brain. So reaction time guaranteed. I'd be willing to bet anybody big money that there's nothing on the planet that can that can beat eleven. On, uh, in reaction time. We also, uh, blood pressure almost always comes down. That's from the endothelial repair. A lot of people consider that a huge win. We've weaned many people off of ACE inhibitors and losartan and all those other things that have nasty side effects. Pulse comes down, which shows uh, increased cardiac output. HRV, that's almost guaranteed. I'd say 95% of people, the root means. Our MSSD comes up uh on, on uh, GF eleven. That's that's phenomenal. So just those four. Uh and I've, you have know, hundreds of people that uh to you've seen Improvement
0: you've had hundreds yeah. of people who have seen improvement in those four markers. So those range. are almost almost guaranteed. We have time guaranteed. People listening, uh they could check some of this out on your website, is that true?
1: Yeah. Yeah I got a decent amount of buyer markers uh up there. So uh yeah feel free. Yeah
0: Okay, one thing I was wondering, is there any recent research that has come out in any labs around the world that have been studying GDF-11?
1: Yeah, I mean, there's a, yeah, we started out four years ago or five years ago with half of papers being positive and half being negative. But as people have learned, the, the dosing window of GDF-11 is very, very tight. If you look at the Wikipedia entry, for GF11, it's phenomenal. You know, there's stuff on uh, skin improvement, reversing cardio hypertrophy, and a lot of stuff on neurogenesis. Yeah, just uh, don't take my word for it. Take Wikipedia, and trust me, you put anything on the GF11 uh, Wikipedia site that's not well cited. You know, not from a journal in Nature or Science, uh, someone will take it down.
0: <laughs> it's, well, it's that's a, true. I've seen
1: it. it has a lot of hits and a lot of a lot of smart. Uh, researchers looking at it, and uh, the Wikipedia site is look, looking looking very nice right now.
0: It's been another year, and a total of five years for your program here. Any negative side effects that you have noticed, measured, uh, or any of the uh, other people who have tried it out uh, that have followed your guidance? Uh, anything that in that regard? I know you mentioned yeah. gout before for people who were no no gout. No. Oh oh no, no gout. <laughs> No, what that, was it? Gerd. I
1: mean, if I got gout, I, I'd be. Uh, I have a couple of friends that have gout, and uh, I'd be, I'd be, I'd be off it forever if that were the case. <laughs> <laughs> no, the um, I mean, the side effects in order of severity are uh, insomnia, basically uh, people wake up too early. Sure. Okay. Uh, Gerd. Gas yes, gastric reflux.
0: Gerd. That's what I was thinking of when I said gout. Uh, yeah. I was thinking of Gerd. That's, yeah. Uh, that,
1: that that sucks too, but it, you know it goes away. Gout, gout can you know. To keep you keep you from walking around. Dysneo, which is short as a breath and then uh, lastly, if you're really a meathead and really abusing it, I've seen people get get arrhythmia from it. It is a very, very powerful stimulant. But people under my tutelage do the you know we send a box of big box of biomarkers and spreadsheets and software and monitor your deadly numbers. People under my tutelage, yeah, occasionally. Yeah, I, I miss something, and you, and you might wake up at five in the morning. But nobody ever sees the more serious uh, side effects. But yeah, you definitely, uh, if you're gonna do it, you got to realize it's it's like playing with insulin. The dosing windows are very narrow, and uh, you basically got to titrate to optimal, you know, blood pressure, pulse, uh, HRV, and reaction time.
0: Okay. Then also, I know when I talked to you at RADFest last year, you mentioned that men typically seem to do a little bit better when they start GDF-11 therapy. Do you think that there is some sort of analog with testosterone or steroids, kind of uh, similar to a growth hormone, that uh, that's why men might do a little better than women when they start GDF-11?
1: There's two reasons. One, the uh, blood vessels of of the uh, penis, uh, very tiny capillaries. And, and you need those to be in good shape to do do your job.
0: <laughs> okay. Yeah, I, I get what you're what you're saying there. Yeah.
1: Yes, GD of 11. The repair is a, uh, repairs is an ethereal repair, so the uh, you, get, you have very good vascularization. Very vascularization makes for uh, better erections, and I I hear this all the time. And uh, trying to figure out a way to measure that, but
0: uh... <laughs> well, <it's> kind of <laughs> so difficult. Okay. We're, okay.
1: We're just going to have to have to go with anecdotal uh, feedback on that one. The other thing that men notice uh, is a, a BPH reversal. As you get older, your your prostate expands. It cuts off uh, your urine flow. In fact, we had one guy. I didn't realize this, but BPH could be fatal. We had one guy that you know couldn't urinate and was rushed to the emergency room. And they said you're about a half hour from your uh, bladder bursting. And they uh, you know they gave, gave him all these catheters and said you know from now on you got to Put the catheter up your, you know what, and and that's how you're gonna urinate. And that was really bummed out. And he he had found me and uh, started on GDF11. And within two weeks, uh, he threw out all the catheter stuff. And uh, when I talked to me, it's always always talking about his stream good stream. If you have a good stream, be happy. If you don't, you might want to look at a a GDF11.
0: Sure. And then uh, one thing, one criticism I have read in the past is when you first started out your therapy, you said kind of offhand remark that, hey, I was just sitting around and I gained five pounds of muscle when I started GDF11 or something to that effect. And some people thought that sounded like you know, typical viral marketer thinking that you don't have to do anything and you can get thin and gain muscle. What would you have to say to that criticism? (laughs) First
1: of all, I'm not a sedentary guy. I live in New York. I walk 10 miles a day. uh, I I bike. I run, you know, marathons. That's just like my normal life. So I did gain five pounds of muscle. But I will be honest with you. I've also gained body fat. I'm not one of the few, actually, that uh, has gained weight on it. Most people lose weight on it. Me, uh, you know, makes me perpetually hungry. I live in New York. There's a there's hundred great restaurants within three blocks, and uh, I've been to them all. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so, you would say that that was, um, uh, maybe uh, kind of erroneous, or uh, you I, obviously exercise and GDF 11 helped you gain a little muscle mass, but you're oh, an active yeah. person.
1: I'm not a couch potato, but uh, I gotta admit, I uh, hopefully for Radfest I can I can uh, I can cut a few pounds. I just, I just think every uh, every lunch and dinner should be a Roman meal and uh, that, that doesn't that doesn't. GDF11 won't
0: save you from that. Won't so. save you from that, that's true. <laughs> okay, you have your consulting website where you help people who want to start uh, perhaps GDF11 therapy. Have you investigated any other type of business arrangement where uh, you would be a, a seller, provider, you know, clinic type of thing for GDF11?
1: Yeah, basically I don't sell GDF11 to keep me to so the FDA doesn't. You do not uh,
0: sell it. That's correct. Let's be I'm be an about advisor.
1: That. But the, advisor, the advisory work—it's a lot of work. Oh you yeah. Know? It's you know these big spreadsheets, and I have to look at them every day, seven days a week. I can never take a day off. And uh, you know sometimes people downregulate within a couple of days. It just comes boom, boom right out of the blue, right out of the blue, and I say, oh, you're off for two weeks, and now you're going to go on the maintenance dose." So uh, yeah, I mean, uh, it basically all you know, I. I, I What I've done is provide a a very efficient and uh, good method for dosing and and biomarkers. And uh, I'm the uh, GDF equivalent of a a glucometer. I mean, you wouldn't dose insulin without a glucometer. You shouldn't dose uh, GDF-11 without the daily trending biomarkers and uh, preferably someone like me who has uh, a lot of gut knowledge on when you're you're downregulated and when to go off it. And uh, you could easily... uh, it basically once you downregulate, regulate then, then you basically uh, replace your deficit and uh, if you keep taking it then all the biomarkers will start going the wrong direction your blood pressure will go up excess gdf 11 stresses the body will bring down your hrv and you you'll probably uh, sleep an hour a night and so it, it
0: is a little bit difficult right. to work and right so essentially uh, you're saying that you haven't uh, thought about expanding into some other type of business revolving around gdf11 just continuing with your guidance work
1: no this this is this is enough you know, I'm working, I'm working okay. eight, eight hours a week I have I have some doctors that give me referrals and oh, you know, sure and stuff like that but it, yeah it's it, it's, it's a full-time job
0: last question here you're mr. endogenous right and I was just wondering if you had seen anything in the last year or two, uh, any other type of substance or you know, protein or you know, bioregulating hormone, uh, anything that you considered adding to your health regimen and your rejuvenation reg- regimen?
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm not a fan of uh, anything that's not endogenous, as you said. I'm not, not a fan of, uh, I mean, these uh, man-made substances like rapamycin and... and Decinitib uh, are, are scary to me. But you keep seeing uh, articles, uh, people look, are really jumping on the parabiosis wagon, and you see new bloodborne uh, peptides that go down with uh, age. I, I think growth hormone is a decent bet, I've been on growth hormone 25 years, but there's a tattoo, there's man H. And uh, yeah, I got to uh, get around to having have those synthesized and see. Uh, because I am pretty stable on GDF 11. I to get around to having those synthesized to see what kind of effect they have. But I guarantee it's, uh, you know, GDF 11 plus growth hormone plus maybe TET2 and three other things we don't know about yet. But the GDF 11 is obviously the majority of the uh, efficacy of parabiosis just based on the biomarker. You can impute that based on the biomarkers alone.
0: So you would say there's a couple of things you're watching that you might uh, consider adding to your therapy or your regimen. In the next, uh, you know, couple of years.
1: Oh yeah, I think five years from now it'll be it'll be a cocktail. It'll, sure. I bet you big money at least half of it is GF11. Mm-hmm. I just don't see these other things. With the tattoo, I think it's good for neurogenesis, but you're also getting tons of neurogenesis from GF11. But yeah, we, we uh, let those those brilliant people with their uh, uh, assay techniques figure out the other bloodborne peptides that, that uh,
0: sure.
1: uh, down-regulate and uh, let's replace them and uh, we'll perfect it. I bet we, get it. we have this perfected in 10 years.
0: Well, Steve, uh, glad to hear that you're doing well and glad to hear an update on GDF-11 therapy. Thanks for joining us on the Longestity Now podcast. Yeah, thank you, Justin. Biohacking with potential rejuvenation therapies can be a little bit risky, so it's great that some people share their experiences publicly like Steve did about five years ago in the longevity Forum. and you can continue to follow the GDF11 story in the longevity Forum or at Steve's website, gdf11rejuvenation.com. As always, thanks for listening. Until next time, I'm Justin Lowe.